Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, New York? What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez. We are here live right now in the brand new WABC studios. Cousin Brucey just walked in, which was really cool. He's an icon in the radio game. And we're talking about a whole lot of things today. We're talking about New York City getting hit with BLM looting. Trump canceling critical race theory. Governor Cuomo threatening President Trump. Biden falling behind with Latino voters and new CDC numbers. So, I'm going to give you our phone number. Our phone number is 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Again, my name is Rich Valdez. You guys know me as your liberty-loving Latino amigo. And I want to tell you a little bit of a story that I encountered both on the way in and something that happened this week. Really interesting stuff. So, check this out. Yesterday, I bumped into somebody that I know, that I work with, sort of, quasi-work with, if you will. Um, he works in the same vicinity of where I work. This guy's in his 70s, maybe even 80. 40 years he's been in this country. He's an immigrant, comes from Egypt. He shared with me some sentiment that I really, it really blew me away. Last time I, I was with you guys, I shared with you about the guy that I get my coffee from, who's from Afghanistan. Well, this guy, um, we'll call him Meshach, if we will. And it's not his real name, but I had to give him a name, and that's the one that came to mind. He tells me, now remember, this is a blue-collar guy. Works with his hands. He's part of the building crew of the building near where I work. And he says, Richie. I said, hey, what's going on, man? Richie, let me tell you, I'm going to go vote. And I said, oh, yeah, well, the elections are coming up soon. And he says, you go vote, you're voting for who? And I said, well, if it isn't clear, let me make it clear. I said, I'm going Trump all the way. And he says, good other guy, piece of garbage. And I said, oh, wow. Now, this is a guy that's never brought up politics before. Never in a million years has he brought up politics. But all of a sudden, he's asking me who I'm voting for. And yes, he's saying that Biden is garbage. And I said, well, tell me why. And he says, Richie, this guy allow people. He wants the people go around, the people, the black life protest people, they go, they break the window. He wants them to go break. He wants them to go jail. He wants them to do bad things. And I said, wow. I, I said, you know, I've, I've known this guy for several years. Never has he brought up politics. So I said, listen, you're older than me. You're, you know, 40 years older than me. I want you to tell me, have, have you ever seen New York like this? And he looks at me and he says, never. Never see this like this before, my friend. Never. And I'm thinking to myself, wow. You know, because I knew the 80s were rough, and I remember the 80s to be even rougher. At least back then, I remember going on the train with my dad 
and seeing the guys with the white T-shirts, with the red letters, the red berets, the army boots, and the black uh, army pants, BDUs, the Guardian Angels, patrolling the trains. So it comes as no surprise that, you know, we're, we're going back to this time of lawlessness and craziness in the streets because Mayor de Blasio is having people stand down. But it really gives me pause, and I think to myself, what's the deal? What's the deal when I have this immigrant telling me, and he went on to other things. He's telling me, you know, I come from Egypt. In Egypt, you do what they're doing in this street. They, they hit you. They hit you, they kick you, the army, the police, they come, the men, the people from the store, they go and they get you. And I thought to myself, yeah, it's, it's policing their own, protecting their own things. And he finished his, his um, statement, because it was really him talking. I was just listening really in awe, because so many people that are apolitical, people that could give a damn about politics, know that I'm into politics, so they come up to me and they're just telling me stuff. And he tells me, you see, when Trump, when Trump gets re-election, He's going to make law number one in America because America is number one. America number one. You don't mess around with America. And I thought to myself, wow, I wish I could have gotten this on tape. And, you know, I actually think I may have accidentally been rolling something else and he may have came out in the background. I got to check it out. And if I do, I'll play you that audio. And there was a bunch of expletives in this rant that I'm leaving out as well. Mother beep, mother beep. A whole lot of that. But the passion from a guy that's always quiet, keeping his head down. For years I see this guy. Always, always has a a smile on his face, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Probably been in that same job for 30-something years. But lo and behold, he's had it up to here. He's telling me, Richie, if I had gun, I shoot him myself, that guy. I shoot him, this garbage. So I bring that up to say that literally every week, I hear another story from a New Yorker, from somebody coming and telling me that they've had enough, that they've never been involved in politics, but they're going to vote for Trump. They've never cared about elections, but they're going to vote for Trump. And I know there's a lot of New Yorkers out there. I mean, just recently, I heard someone saying, you know, New York City's not under siege. It's not that. It's really nice. You should go to one of these eateries that are now literally in the bus lane or in the bike lane because that's where restaurants you sit down you eat in the bike lane in the street literally and I thought to myself that may be nice on certain days but what's really happening I mean I I drove in from Jersey I don't know three o'clock three thirty as I was driving I see somebody walking down the street and there were three people that were sitting there and they asked this person for uh for money and these are like homeless type people. And they, hey, can I, can I get a dollar, whatever? They, they put a cup out. Next thing you know, they, the guy says no. They jump up. They start pumping their fists. And they say, whose streets are streets? Whose streets? And they just emerged on this person. And I was in my car. And I was, honestly, I laughed because I thought it was a nervous laugh out of just the incredulity of the whole situation. But I couldn't believe it because the guy said he wouldn't. He was a tourist. And you could tell he wasn't a, a New Yorker. He was, you know, camera around the neck type of thing. And they are like, hey, give me money. He's like, no. Boom. They rush him. Now, they didn't hit him. But the point was they were trying to use violence, trying to use intimidation. This is what's going on. And again, the other day, what did we see? Downtown Manhattan. Foot Locker. Starbucks. They started bashing windows. Not last night, the night before. $100,000 in damage. 
BLM. Now, again, when I say BLM to not say Black Lives Matter because, honestly, there's not even a lot of black people involved anymore, right? It's a lot of white liberals that, that are out there doing damage in the name of black people. And they try to get, you know, one or two people to, to be their front man. And this has really gone way too far. It's gone to the point where the Democrats are, are literally calling, calling for this, uh, this violence. And I, I got to fill in for Levin the other day, which was interesting. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But I want you to hear this montage where they're calling for violence. And it's it's intense because there's so many Democrats in there. You got Maxine Waters, Kamala Harris at the very end saying it's not going to end. Check this out. It's really sick. You're not going to believe it. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murderers. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Now, that was a really long clip of audio. I tried to keep him to a minute. That was two minutes, but there, I let it play because it, it was so involved. It's from a really good video, and I really wanted you to get a sense of that's what's going on. And you've heard this in drips and drabs, but not all together. And I think those clips all together really speak volumes to what has happened to what was once the Democratic Party. So I want to get into that. I want your opinions on that. We got Biden losing Hispanic support as well as the looting here in New York City and a couple other topics we're going to get to. But first, our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. I'm Rich Valdez, and you're listening to This is America. This is America. 
We are New York. Talking about what matters to you on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, it's Rich Valdez. En la sala de un hospital, a las two, two, two. And nació that, Simón. That's a little salsa in honor of uh, Willy Colón, uh, a great in the salsa game. And I bring it up, Willie Colon, because Willie Colon is a New Yorker from Brooklyn like me. And I think he's out in Westchester now. And if you're listening, Willie, give us a call. But uh, her phone number, 1-800-848-9222. The, the reason I'm bringing up Willie Colon is because the other day, somebody, you know, Curtis Sliwa has nicknamed me the voice of Hispanic conservatives. And I'm leery to take that one on. I like El Conservador a lot better. <laughs> but I take, I'm take. i leery to take it on because it's like a big, big mantle that you've got to carry. But I do get a lot of folks from all across the country, from the exposure that I get on the Mark Levin Show, calling in and, and telling me things, emailing me, getting me on social media. And somebody sent me a tweet from Willie Colón where he was calling out the Democrats for their violence. Now, Willie Colón is a Democrat. He's a Dinkins de- Democrat from New York City. But something that he's done historically over the years, like so many Democrats that may be even listening to this show, and if you're one of those, I want you to call us because I want to hear your perspective. He's not a socialist. In fact, he's an anti-socialist Democrat. And I don't mean he's anti-social. I mean he's against socialism. He pushed back against Nicolás Maduro when he was taking over in in Venezuela. Willy Colón is, in my opinion, from what I've seen from afar, an even-headed, level-headed guy who wants to be a Democrat. And I've oftentimes said, listen, Democrats are not my enemy. Progressive politics are more my enemy than than Democrats. JFK was a fantastic human being by all accounts. The real issue that we have today is the radical fringe left wing of their party that has taken more and taken more and taken more and taken more. So when we have these situations where we have people that are radical and they've taken over, kind of like my favorite congresswoman from from the Bronx and from Queens, All Out Crazy herself, or I've renamed her All Out Commie, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, right, AOC, her first, very first day on the job in in, uh, Capitol Hill, she participated in a sit-in inside Speaker Pelosi's office to put her on notice and basically saying, mira vieja, listen, old lady, you're out of here. I'm the new sheriff in town. And she even said it in one clip. I don't have it queued up today, but she says, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Right? She let them know that she was here to take over. And her and her communist sympathizing grandfather, Bernie Sanders, Denmark, health care is a right. They have taken over this party. And you could see it. That Kennedy just lost miserably in Boston. To who? To Ed Markey. He's like Bernie Sanders light. Mr. Green New Deal himself. So I say all of that to say that the party that, you know, everybody says it's not my parents' Democrat party, even though it really is, it still is. FDR was a radical like Bernie Sanders. But by many accounts, so many people that were Democrats because they were from organized labor, because they were blue-collar people, and they wanted to be the common man that was fighting against the Park Avenue fat cat, that's gone. Now Democrats are all flocking to Trump. Why? Because Trump's the only one that's keeping it real against these waffly 
Democrats that won't police their own inside of their party and have allowed AOC and the left to take over. So I bring all of that up because this is costing Biden. Hispanics are part of that group. Hispanics don't necessarily subscribe to socialism. So many of them don't like it. I mean, you, you think of quickly, you think of Venezuela, they're not going to go with a socialist candidate. You think of Cuba, they're not going to go with a socialist candidate. So it really comes down to what is it that Biden is going to say to attract more people? So I grabbed this article, Politico, it's from yesterday, I believe. Biden lagging among his Hispanic voters in Florida. Now, we've talked about this before, but this came out yesterday. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Why? Because a couple of weeks ago, the Democrats in Florida were writing letters to the editor saying, hey, we want to go out and canvas. And if you listen to the podcast, This Is America, which you can find on the WABC app, and you can check it out on WABCradio.com. If you've listened to previous episodes, you've heard about this already. But this, this is yesterday's news. And it's literally a reaffirmation that Biden continues to lose support. Now, in the same vein, Trump is gaining support because people realize, you know what? We've already tried these fools and nothing works. This whole thing just doesn't work for us. So what do we do? So I want to get your opinion before we move on to some other topics. Our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. And let's go to my best friend in Astoria, Queens, E. Frank. What's going on? You're on with Rich Valdez. All right. Going once. E. Frank. No, E. Frank. All right. Let's move it on to Joe in the Bronx. Anybody home? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear you. Is this Joe? Uh, yes, Joe. I didn't have the usual ding when you were uh, actually Yeah, what's on, on the your air. mind, brother? You're on the air. Okay. Uh, there was a recent report that just came out by the uh, Defense Department, and actually it— Oh, you know uh, what? I'm not interested in talking about that, so thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Let's keep going. So what I was saying was Biden's losing supports. This guy wants to plug, I don't know what, some report and some other thing. Call somebody else, Joe. Instead of call, We should call him Jack. Instead of Joe, we should call him Jack. Jack. Jack off, right? Anyway, so Joe should go beat it. Now, I want to talk about this, this story about this professor, Jessica Krug, or Krug. Now, on Monday or Tuesday, the cover of the Post said that she was a fraud, a fake, a phony, fugazi. Why? Falso. The reason being, she was claiming to be a professor of African-American studies and claiming to be African-American, but she's not. Well, upon closer examination, let me, I'm going to put on my serious voice. Upon closer examination, we've discovered that she's not only pretended to be or culturally appropriated the African-American culture, she has also culturally appropriated los Boricuas, the Puerto Ricans like me. She's taken over a Puerto Rican identity as well. Looking at the New York Post uh, from yesterday night, 6.28 p.m. This is a good one. Jessica Krug also pretended to be a South Bronx Puerto Rican. And this is according to activists in the borough. I mean, this is funny stuff. I got this one in the mail, in the email from the great Curtis Lewa. He's always uh, sending me some of the best stuff. And I'm looking at this, and I, there's a picture of her here with, with a real Boricua, Ed Garcia Conde, with Jessica Krug at the 116th Puerto Rican Festival. And what's funny about this is that she has benefited from the reverse racism program that we run in America called Affirmative Action. 
and she had she's a professor and she's achieved all of these different things all with a lie lying to pretend she's <laughs> she's black and then to pretend she's Puerto Rican so I mean I find it interesting but I'll give you a little bit of this article because I thought it was something that stuck out to me Bogus black college professor Jessica Krug also tried to pass herself off as a Puerto Rican from the South Bronx, but her lousy salsa dancing made her suspect. This is according to a borough activist that uh, spoke with The Post on Friday. Quote, it was mediocre at best, but she was talking about how great she was. So the blogger and photojournalist that's uh, pictured with her said that a white woman who passed by said, you know what, that's a white lady, and she's been passing herself off as black for years trying to show off her moves. And she goes and says, no, 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 but really, I'm nice. So they called her out, and she's a professor at George Washington University, but she's now been outed. So that's an interesting headline, and I thought it was funny because we're talking about Biden losing support. We're talking about Willie Colon calling out the Democrats and basically, you know, he even shared a meme before. And, and I think it's interesting. I think it's funny because Willie Colon, like I said, is a Dinkins Democrat. And he's sharing memes where one donkey is telling the other donkey, Shh, don't do that. These riots are going to end up helping Trump. And that's really the bottom line here. The riots, the violence, the mayhem, now shootings. We've got murders going on. People are fighting. One side's fighting the other. We have these civil skirmishes. Is that going to help? Who's it going to help? How is it going to help? So that's what I want to know. Now, on the other side of the break, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how things went for me on uh, Thursday night at the Mark Levin Show. I think you're going to enjoy that. And our phone number again, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. During the break, if you have a chance, listen to all the commercials and patronize them. But also hit me up on Twitter, at Rich Valdez with an S, or Instagram, or Facebook. You're listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. Must have been Puerto Rican rum. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Mark Levin. Entertaining and informative. When you have rioting and looting and arson, particularly when outsiders come in like Antifa and Black Lives Matter, people are going to defend themselves, people are going to defend their homes, particularly where you are permitted to own weapons. But even beyond that, you're going to also encourage crazies to come into your community. There's going to be pushback of one sort or another. And that's exactly what happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The great one, Mark Levin. Weeknights at 6. Listen on the 77 WABC mobile app. We are New York on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now it's Rich Valdez. Who is a budding radio star, by the way. Richie Valdez is terrific. All right, New York, welcome back. Thank you, the great one, for giving me that shout-out, saying I'm terrific. I agree. I think he's terrific, and I think I am terrific. And I have a terrific head of hair. Now, our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. My name is Rich Valdez with an S. You can get me on all the social media, at Rich Valdez with an S. I want to go to the phones, and I want to get to some mail-in voting. I want to get to... Uh, some Cuomo threatening Trump, but we got people on hold, and I don't want it to hold on too long. So let's go to Nella in Portland, Portland, Maine. Nella, what's going on? You're on with Rich Valdez on WABC. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. 
Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out in the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at woodhousebuickgmc.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. All right. Sometimes when they call from Portland, Maine, it takes longer to get on the air because Portland, Maine is far away. So can we go to Sal? All right, let's go to Sal. He's doing the chicken dance in Brooklyn. Hey, the great, rich, you know, I call you Nino Valdez. You know oh. who Nino Valdez was? I, I don't, he's probably a cousin of mine. Un primo. Well, Is he no, like a cousin, like a cousin Brucey? No, he was actually a Cuban, uh, but he was a Cuban heavyweight boxing champion, and you're a fighter, so I call you ah, Nino Valdez. Too. Thank you, bro. And by the way, this is Sal from Brooklyn, the Sal from Brooklyn. There's many Sal's from Brooklyn, but this is the Sal from Brooklyn. I love this guy, and I love it. I love his voice. Okay, what's on your mind, Sal? Thank you, brother. Well, I happen to think that that woman uh, who was appropriating African-American and Puerto Rican, Boricua culture, mm-hmm. when she started dancing, the fact that she started doing the chicken dance <laughs> gave her away at who she was. She had two left feet, and that was it. She was out. And she also was yelling at people for not wearing their masks, and that's usually a dead giveaway right there. Yeah, you're 100% right, Sal. Thank you for the call. Hey, I pre- Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, do you know that, uh, they, oddly enough, they say existing home sales in New York uh, are up 24%, but... You know what I'm thinking? They're probably counting homeless encampments now. <laughs> that or they're selling to Antifa. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. And let's uh, let's go to Billy in Queens. Billy, you're on with Rich Valdez. What's going on? Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing great, brother. What's on? What's on your mind? Listen, I like you. You don't like me. <laughs> you're, you're a Latino conservative. Yes, sir. Curtis sees me all the time in Central Park by bicycle. I'm pounding away at Local 6. You know, the, everything to get him let them in. And, you know, Latinos are the biggest growing population in this country, like it or not. Yep. Hopefully most of them are as obnoxious as you. But, <laughs> but Local 6, I yell at the doorman at the plaza all the time when I, after I leave Curtis on my bicycle. I'm like, hey, what's up, Jericho? The biggest deposit. Yeah, so, Billy, um, you're losing me. I don't know what's happening with Local 6. I don't know what you're on today, but I wish you the best. And uh, if you're having a drink, have one for me because I'm not. I'm in the studio. But what we want to talk about is mail-in ballots, mail-in voting, and threats from Cuomo. And Governor Cuomo recently came out of his face, talking out of his neck, rearing his ugly head, saying all sorts of crazy things, saying that Donald Trump, Donaldus Magnus, el trompito, el presidente, better watch his back. He's going to need an army if he comes and walks on these streets. Now, what I find interesting about that is that Donaldus Magnus, el trompito, literally has drawn the New York skyline. His name's all over New York City. The Chrysler Building, Trump Plaza, Trump Tower. So I think to myself, hmm, is Trump really going to need an army? And by the way, just in case you don't know, essential Andy Cuomo, Mr. Governor, with all due respect, 
He is the president, so he actually does have an army. He does have an army. So what I want to say is that when the governor threatens people, he, he, he really is out of line. But I want you to hear some audio from Governor Andrew Cuomo telling President Trump that he's going to need an army if he comes to New York City. Check this out. The best thing he did for New York City was leave. Good riddance. Let him go to Florida. Be careful not to get COVID. COVID ambushed New York due to Trump's negligence. He is the cause of COVID in New York. He can't come back to New York. He can't. He's going to walk down the street in New York. Forget bodyguards. He better have an army if he thinks he's going to walk down the street in New York. No, New Yorkers don't want to have anything to do with him. And he knows it. Well, let me say one thing to the governor. And again, con el mayor respeto, respectfully, sir. A, Trump has the army. And B, have you ever seen him throw a rally, a campaign rally? He can fill up a stadium. When was the last time you saw Essential Andy Cuomo from the Essential Andy Cuomo podcast, a.k.a. his daily press briefings? When, when was the last time you saw him do that? He gets the same girl in the front row, Bernadette, who he picks on all day. Bernadette, no. Bernadette, no. You can't do this. You can't do that. My mother, the meatballs. Listen, the governor is totally out of, uh, out of his league here. He doesn't understand how it is. He doesn't understand the loyalty that so many people have to the president. Of course, there's some disloyalty that goes along with that. But all that being said, Cuomo's out of his mind. But I want to take some calls on that. 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Vic in North Bergen. North Bergen, I went to North Bergen. Hi, Vic, what's going on? Yeah, hi, yes, good afternoon. Listen, uh, all the talk about the Republicans, Trump saying this is a Democrat city. Let me say something. If the... uh, Mayor's position, the mayoralty, was given to the uh, Republicans on a silver platter. They would not want it. The Republicans don't want to be mayors of this city. They well, want. I would disagree. Things. I think Curtis Lee was running a campaign for mayor. I think the owner of this radio station, John Katsimatidis, is running for mayor of New York City. He said he's going to invest $100 million to get elected. Yeah, but the thing is that, uh, they, you know, Republicans, they just don't. I mean, the Republican Party, they just want... Two things. They want the executive branch so that they, they can appoint the judges at the district level, at the federal level. This is what they want because this is the best thing for the corporate America. They don't care well, about Well, I mean, the politics state. is politics. So, of course, there's going to be people that want to have horse trading, that want to make backroom deals, and that want to have political power. But to say that Republicans don't want to be mayor, I mean, we have some of the best uh, examples right here at WABC Radio. Every afternoon, 3 to 4 p.m., you've got former mayor Rudy Giuliani. What a well, classic <laughs> example of a mayor. He did an excellent job. I understand. But, but uh, you know, like I said, the, the real, the core Republican, the conservatives, the Mitch McConnell. Well, and Mitch the real... McConnell's no conservative. I think he's part of the problem. I agree with you there. I think that when you have these rhino Republicans that are really corporatists, that they're just really looking for, right. to look out for, for big business and they're not looking out for the people, they're not looking out for conservative values, we're definitely going to be screwed. And I agree with your point on that part. Thank you, Vic, for your call. Let's go to Nella in Portland. I hope you're there this time because these long-distance calls sometimes, I don't know, I Yay, yay. Nella, what's on your mind? Testing, does this work? <laughs> You're on the air in New York City. Hallelujah. What's going on, Nella? 
Hallelujah. This Amen. thing is the buggiest thing ever. Uh, I got a question f- for you about uh, the Atlantic yesterday, the whole mm-hmm. Trump dislo- – the whole uh, thing with Trump saying that our servicemen are suckers and losers. Uh, what are your thoughts on that whole jazz? Well, again, you know, in the words of the immortal, at least here at WABC, he's immortal, Bob Grant, I think that's fake. It's phony. It's fraud. See, I don't know. I don't well, see here's the thing. It's him, not though. whether I think would Trump say that or would he not say that. I think based on the fact that a couple of things. A, uh, you don't really just change your schedule because you don't want to mess up your hair, okay, <laughs> which is the first argument they made. Uh, and number two, there's a guy named John Bolton who's made so many enemies, and he literally put himself out there. He, put, he just wrote a book trashing the president. He's no friend of Trump. And even he said, listen, on this one, that wasn't Trump's call. General Kelly was the one managing the schedule. They said that they couldn't fly in that weather, and that's a done deal. Now, if somebody wants to make up a story about, around it and say that this one's a loser because they have previous audio of him saying that McCain is a loser and I, I prefer people that don't get caught, uh, and, and don't get caught, don't get killed, don't get captured— um, that's a different story. I think that was a personal vendetta with McCain, and quite frankly, I think that was poor word choice, and I, it's not something I would have said. It was definitely inarticulate, but that's what he wanted to say. That's what makes him Trump. He says what he feels. Unfortunately, that's really making him a lot of enemies right now. Um, you know, if, even if it isn't accurate, though, you know, from calling John McCain a loser and a sucker to – or a loser. He didn't call John McCain a sucker. But he called John McCain a loser – and, you know, then to have this story come out, it certainly, I mean, it, you see that and then you go, oh, that makes sense. Well, to your point, I, I was on the air with uh, Mark Levin's show on Thursday, and I'm there every day as, as one of the producers, and I speak with literally hundreds of people across America. And the uh-huh. support that's been coming in for the president on this issue from, yeah, from ranking um, – from the rank and file to guys that were literally lieutenant colonels is just incredible. I mean, guys that were like, listen, my father, I'm a third generation serviceman. My father served. And guess what? When I was visiting my father's grave, I saw the president there with his family getting a special tour because he wanted to know the significance behind Arlington Cemetery. So I, I've got to say, listen, a president who spent so much of our national budget on defense, on the military, and when you do any type of survey and you ask the military, hey, what do you think of Trump? They, they tell you hands down, this commander-in-chief is one of the best commanders-in-chief we've had in at least a decade. So I just, I don't buy it. It doesn't sound like it's Trump. And honestly, I'm in the media business. We never run with a story that's, hey, did you hear Fulano said what, what, what? No, you know, we can't go with gossip. We never go with gossip. When you say four people told me a secret, it's still a rumor. I'm only coming to the microphone and saying that somebody told me when I can say, hey, Jenny from the block, she's in the control room. She just told me Bruce, Bruce, get loose, Bruce. He just whispered in my ear and he told me if I can't call Bruce out and say that he told me, I'm not saying it because it makes you look stupid. It makes you look like a fraud. And I think that's what's happening. I think people see right through it. Let's go to Rachel in Westchester. Or not. Thanks. Okay, we can do that, Um, too. I'm a New York City teacher, and I think that. My governor is a disgrace, and I hope that America votes him out. I mean, New York votes him out. And I want to also say that there are a lot of people, I think, uh, driving around Pennsylvania, um, people that are supporting Trump. There's going to be a lot more people coming out of the woodworks mm-hmm. I that think we you're just right. don't know about. 
I, I, I Listen, normally I would be skeptical of something like that because I'd say, ah, you know what, that's what they all say. They say that every year. But I got to tell you, Trump literally pulled it off in 2016 because, and I, I thank you for your call, Rachel, and I'll leave it with this thought before we go to the break uh, because when we come back, I want to talk, take definitely more of your calls and I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the rest of this story. When in 2016, there were so many candidates, 16 candidates and Trump. And what I saw during those debates was Trump emerge as a champion. He literally stood at the head of the line. In my opinion, he would like grab him by the shirt figuratively and then smack him in the face one by one. Bang. Next. 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 Until he was the last man standing. That's what Trump did. And he proved to America that he could stand up to our enemies, he could stand up to the swamp, he could stand up to lots of people. And that's why I support the president. You're listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC. I am Rich Valdez, and we will be right back. This is America. We are New York, talking about what matters to you on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, it's Rich Valdez. They had some interesting polls. I don't know. Do I like it or don't I like it? I guess I probably do. But they say no matter what it is, there are more votes for Trump. Because a lot of people say, just leave me alone. I'm going to vote the way I want to vote. And then they go into their vote for Trump. On your uh, ballots, if you get the unsolicited ballots, send it in and then go make sure it counted. And if it doesn't tabulate, you vote. You just vote. And then if they tabulated very late, which they shouldn't be doing, They'll see you voted, and so it won't count. So send it in early, and then go and vote. And if it's not tabulated, you vote, and the vote is going to count. You can't let them take your vote away. These people are playing dirty politics, dirty politics. So if you have an absentee ballot, or as I call it, a solicited ballot, you send it in. But I would check it in any event. I would go and follow it and go vote. And everybody here wants to vote. We vote the old-fashioned way. You know, we voted in World War I. We voted in World War II. We're going to see some great World War II heroes right now. But we voted in World War II. And today, they want to give everybody ballots. And every place where they've done it, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. They don't know where they are. They don't know who they're sending them to. It's a terrible thing. Follow your ballot and vote. Follow your ballot and vote. It's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. I'm trying to do my Trump. I'm not that great at the Trump. But listen, I am Rich Valdez. You're listening to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Our phone number is 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. Now, what's really cool about today, because we have Cousin Brucie coming in for the Goya Saturday Night Dance Party. I hope I said that right. Rock and roll extravaganza. I'm going to call it the Cousin Brucie Saturday Night Fiesta. But check it out. Because he's here and he's setting up in seventeen uh, A in Studio A, I get to be in Studio B where you hear John Bachelor normally broadcasting from. And there's ten lines in this studio, so we have a ton of calls. And I'm so honored that everybody's uh, holding on. I'm going to get to every single call, but I just wanted to give a shout out to my guy. His name is Pete. He's on the ambulance. I want to give a shout out to all of the first responders, all of the cops. You guys know that my brothers uh, have served in the NYPD. My nephew is on the job. And uh, I myself was a volunteer in, in Jersey. I have a soft spot for the cops. I back the blue all day, every day. So if you're a cop hater, do yourself a favor and hang up now. 
Otherwise, we're going to go to the calls, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Anthony in Corum, New York. Anthony, you're on with Rich Valdez. Hey, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Uh, I, I discovered something. I just changed to 96.9 on my on my radio. Normally, I listen to 107.1, and I get a better signal on 96.1. Look at that. What's on so, your mind? Uh, well, uh, this article about the Atlantic, I mean, give me a break. Uh it's mm-hmm. almost four years. We're up to a new election. That thing didn't come out in four years. Right, Everything but the kitchen sink leaked out. Now, right before the election, this leaks out. I cannot believe how many weak-minded people there are. That, that buy this just, stuff. Yeah, they buy. Well, you know, it's like uh, don't feed the ducks bread because bread actually hurts them. It blows up in their stomach. Hmm. Uh, the Atlantic is throwing out garbage, and I can't believe how people just You know what? They always tell me, garbage in, garbage out, and it's a great point. Thank you for your call, Anthony. We're going to move on to E. Frank and Astoria. I'm going to try it again. I tried you before. You weren't there. What's going on, E. Frank? Yeah, Rich, uh, I just want to tell you, uh, I think that you're probably correct about mail-in ballots, but I believe still in uh, automated mechanical voting. I think that uh, you actually show up there. At the poll site, that you, they check your uh, voter ID card on a. Well, that'd be good uh, if that was actually how it worked, but uh, unfortunately, well, in so many places, it doesn't work that way. Well, I use it all the time. I put my my voter ID card under their telephonic screen, and then they suck it into their computer database. Well, it's always nice to hear that they're doing things differently on Mars. I've heard they're ahead of things. Thank you for your call, E. Frank. Let's go to Annie in the Bronx. Annie, what's going on? Hi, Rich. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, you know, I'm hearing so many different things. I don't even know where to begin, but I guess I'll begin with that. You know, Trump is not, he's, he's not, uh, an, he's an exposer. He's not a divider. What happens to be is that what he exposes is what's causing all the hidden divisions to be shown between both parties. And also it shows unholy alliances between the both. And this is why someone like Cuomo, he's panicking. But well, I think you're right, not to cut you off, but yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. These unholy alliances or this disloyalty that's out there or animosity towards the president, it's become so evident, and we just heard that, where people are making up stories that, that they could have talked about, you know, a year and a half ago, and they want to talk about it now because we're, you know, 61 days away from an election. So I think that's a, a bunch of caca. Thank you, Annie, for your call. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Lou, out on Long Island. Lou, what's going on? You're on with Rich Valdez. Hey, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. You Rich, bet. I'm a Vietnam veteran. Thank you for your uh, service, sir. Four years old now. I got to tell you, no president has done for the veterans uh, what uh, President Trump has. Well, you know what? You sound like a paid as, hack. As as, tell me just, why. Tell me why. I'm playing devil's advocate. Tell me why you say that nobody has done for veterans like Trump has. Veterans' choice is one thing. Uh, boosting pay for our for our soldiers and and uh, and. Uh, uh, you know what, Lou? I agree with you. I was only pushing back because that's what the Democrats would say. You're right. The president has opened up a system that where it was socialistic. They had to go to the VA, and now he says, you know what? You can go to any anyone you want. He put the principles of free market economics into our veterans' administration, and veterans like you are benefiting from it. True or false? Last point, Rich, is that uh, is that uh, 
the only way that these soldiers are losers is that they lost out on their life. And I think that the president, the, the enjoyments of life that. Yeah. And you uh, know what? And they, I, I really doubt that he would call anybody that served a loser. But I thank you, sir. John in Floral Park, what's going on? You're on with Rich Valdez. Hey, how you doing? How Great. You doing, what's Rich? on your mind? Uh, listen, I know you have you, you have uh, limited time. So, uh, as far as the whole mail-in ballots, without a doubt, it's just uh, the Democrats again. It's just corruption. It's the plan that they have. They, they, I tell you, I never realized till retirement, and I followed it how corrupt and how. Uh, uh, conniving and, and scheming yeah, you know, the Democrats. Uh, you bring such a good point that so many people haven't realized it because they didn't have the time to invest to really look and see how corrupt one group of people could be. But that seems to be the case. John, thank you for your call, my brother. Uh, Mike out in Bergen County, what's going on? Hello, how are you today? Great, what's on my your mind? My thoughts are today that I would love to know if any charges can be brought upon the governor of New York, and Mayor de Blasio for what they have done to this great city. I think you raise a great point, and I think that there will definitely be hearings. I mean, there's already been some phony hearings in Albany, but I don't know where that's going to end up. Let's get to this one last call. Let's uh, talk to Janice in Staten Island. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. What's on your mind? Well, Cuomo said some horrible things, but this is probably the worst I've ever heard him talk about. And, you know, where's the army for the regular people in New York City? No, no fault of the, of the P, NYPD because they're being hamstrung and they're letting criminals out with no bail. Where, where is the army? We need an army for regular You're people. right. You know? And we do. And I believe that Donald Trump is literally the general of that army. He is literally the general of we the people. And he's become that. Why? Because nobody else has done it. He's he, in my opinion, is the first real independent president. He's gone so far away from what the Republicans have always been and and has held on to what the conservative values that the Republicans have always had. And he's kind of like the best of both worlds. And he's honestly our only hope. So I thank you all. I thank you, Angie from Wayne, New Jersey, Gail in Manhattan, everybody for giving us a call tonight. My name is Rich Valdez. We have cousin Brucey coming up right after this. Keep it locked right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Offerings and savings may vary, subject to terms and conditions, not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, you're probably looking for ways to stretch your dollar these days. So, saving up to 30% on workers' comp insurance could mean more now than ever. That's why you owe it to yourself to check your rate with Pi Insurance. With Pi, it's easy to find out if you're leaving money on the table. Just get an online quote in three minutes on your computer or smartphone. Simply go to trypi.com and see if you're overpaying for workers' comp. Pi Insurance was created exclusively for small businesses. Built to make workers' comp work for you with a simple online experience and trusted service. Pi is rated excellent on Trustpilot by customers who say they make getting insurance as easy as Pi. What are you waiting for? Find out today if you could save up to 30% for your workers' comp insurance. Ask your insurance agent for Pi Insurance or get a quote in three minutes at trypi.com. That's T-R-Y-P-I-E dot com. <laughs> 